What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, and if you are looking for trustworthy Christian higher education that equips you to think biblically, reason truthfully, and share God's Word effectively, Texas Baptist College is just the place for you. TBC's focus is Christ-centered, scripture-driven, and student-focused. TBC classes are a place to learn, and they're also a place where you can experience a transformational community. The professors care about your growth in Christ as well as your grades in class. Whether you're headed to ministry, the marketplace, or anywhere in between, Texas Baptist College will help you find your calling. Learn more at texasbaptistcollege.com forward slash admissions. And I have an admission, Kyle. Yes. What is your admission, Matt? I nailed my prognostication. (laughs) Astros would start slow. Okay. But I also said Seattle would start fast. So I guess technically I'm already out. Uh, but I also, I, I, the one that you were most shocked by, Baltimore, second place. Yep. Yep. So, well, if they keep playing against the Rangers like they are right now, Baltimore's um, not going to be in well, second place the for first place. Y'all were the first place team in the top division in the world. Yep. So... I mean, hey, we're we are tied with the Rangers are currently tied with the Angels for first place in the West. Uh-huh. The Astros are tied with the Mariners for last place. Now, to be fair, the Astros have played six games. The Rangers have played five games. This <laughs> is a very small sample size. But the Rangers are tied for first place. So, fun fact: we have the same record we did in all of our like championship years. So, <laughs> I'll take it. Anyway, who cares? Uh, because what is most important there is St. Louis is in last place in the <laughs> National League Central. And that's what really matters. And the Yankees are not in first. So praise God Almighty. And hallelujah. We're good. Uh, Kyle, sure. you know what? I'm looking at my calendar, and I feel like there's a pretty big holiday coming up. And yeah. uh, not tax day. No, that comes that comes later. Yeah. Um, you get to celebrate Jesus first, and then you have to pay the government later. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it would be Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. Big, big deal. Oh, yeah. So that means that this is going live on uh, Good Friday. So oh. just to make your Good Friday a little bit better, you get to listen to us. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, there was a debate um, the other day. Online, so you know, basically, argument that nobody's going to change the. No, I'm shocked by that. Um, there was a debate online. I'm sure it went super well. Everyone acted yeah. Christ-like about people that do like the whole somber Good Friday things. Like, oh, we're doing that. Like, we're still celebrating. We're like, remember it, but celebrate, baby. He ain't dead. I'm, but yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm sure that was very. Uh, I'm sure that was very even killed, and you know, there was no false oh, statements. There, you know, I'm sure everyone kept their head. Anybody's motives or anything like that <laughs> on the internet. Uh, Kyle, um, let's talk about Easter for a minute. Uh, first off, is your pastor going to preach in a Easter bunny suit? Um, I don't think so. Um, Adam typically doesn't wear a suit of any kind. So. Oh, is he going to rock some pastels? <laughs> he probably, so I will, I will say he will probably have some sort of a pastel polo. He, he's like the, 
he's like the khaki polo um um and so i i bet he has something um i i have like a kind of a purpley shirt that i'll wear on sunday so that's, that's a really good question i'll i'll be excited to see what his color choice is yeah that's the most important thing we're going to discuss <laughs> is what we're going to wear what, on- what are you going to wear on? <laughs> so uh, for me, I'm rocking some uh, light blue and light purple crisscross gingham. Is that what you call it? Gingham? Gingham? Boy, I have no idea. Know. It's not plaid. But anyway, that's what I'm rocking. Each of the girls got a new dress. And uh, Rebecca will be wearing her yearly way too expensive Disney dress that she gets and wears that for Easter Sunday for some reason. Okay. Because right. what says... Jesus is alive. Yeah. Like hey, you, you, you haven't gone, you haven't gone steer sucker yet, have you? You haven't, you haven't no. gone that route yet. Okay. No, because no, I, no, no, <laughs> I can't rock this. Year. One, I'm like the same color as them, so I just look like a, a goat. Who, who is it? Is it is it Clint Presley that just like has this fantastic collection of steer sucker suits that he'll like I, post online? I thought that was Micah Freeze. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is Micah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, um. One one thing, we want to give just a few kind of off-the-cuff pro tips. Number one, this got a little traction online the other day, Kyle. Um, don't gripe or make fun of mm. those that you haven't seen in a year or whatever that come on, you know, the C&E Christmas, as we like to call them. Don't poke fun at them. Celebrate that you've got some people there. And maybe, like, I don't have the tweet pulled up. Maybe, just maybe, this is a year that they hear and truly respond to the gospel, get fired up, and become more plugged in than ever. I mean, you just never know, and you never know what was going on. So that's not the time to pay, take the pot shots at these people. Yeah. Uh, and don't gripe about them privately either. Pray for those that will gather, even those that maybe you haven't seen in a while, and be glad that they're there. Yeah. Uh, I think Jack Graham recently in a uh, Zoom that we had, shared about God is going to have the people that he's going to have there. And all of them uh, are are loved and need to be loved by you too. And so welcome them with open arms, celebrate them and preach the word. Like I said, maybe this is the year that it sticks. Um, so Kyle, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I do think, you know, you're talking about probably one of the two or three highest attended Sundays of the year. You know, I know in some places um, that, that is Mother's Day, some days that's around Christmas. Um, but but you're talking about one of your highest attended Sundays of the year. The last thing that you want to do is, is make fun of people who have shown up. Um, just celebrate Easter. And and yes, all right? In this so insider baseball talk, we know there are people that will show up at Easter that you will not see again until Christmas or maybe until next Easter. Yes. Everybody knows that. But man, be grateful that they're there. Let them know that you're grateful that they're there. Um, and, and I think what you said is so right. Maybe this is the year that, that the, the gospel message sticks because you just never know what's going on in somebody else's life um, who's not been a part of your church for a long time. You never know how the gospel might speak in that moment. Uh, and, the, and the last thing you want to do is is say something that completely shuts them off and think, man, I'm not, I'm not really wanted here or welcome here. Yeah, and and it's also like that's a that, it's a great day to to almost have a bit of a vision Sunday because of that. 
um, you know, the fact that you're going, obviously maybe not your sermon, but, but it's a great time to maybe highlight the sermons. Maybe you've taken a break from your sermon series, you know, so like Bart, it doesn't matter if it's the paralytic being, you know, healed. It, we're still going to preach it. He's going, to do. <laughs> going to be on Easter. It doesn't matter. Um, just like I think Mother's Day was, was a text in Leviticus that it was great for Mother's Day. Let's just say, I don't remember what it was, but you know, there's some that aren't going to depart, but those that are, uh, that maybe take a break just to highlight the resurrection or something like that. Um, it's a great time to say, you know, hey, we're taking a break from our study of Revelation and the, you know, the helicopters and the locusts and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, we're going to return to that next week. And we'd love for you to come as we pick up where we left off. You know, it's a great time to highlight that. Maybe an event that's coming up uh, as as you're doing some of your announcements or whatever it might be. Because there are those that maybe for what there's myriad reasons why they aren't coming to your church every week. It might be because they work and they have that day off. Um, it might be because they just it's not a priority for them. Uh, maybe beyond just hearing the gospel, all that kind of stuff, uh, getting saved, that kind of deal, uh, hearing what's going on and how they can be impacted by ministry of that church or the opportunities for them to to grow, to learn, all of that may be another reason for them to come back next week. Uh, another pro tip. Um, I, I saw this on the Young Pastors Network in uh, uh, Facebook, and um, somebody asked, you know, how how do you guys like resist sinful comparison and like resentment on Easter Sunday? Um, so this touches on something that, mm -hmm. you know, this is a day where, you know, I, I remember us up in the mountains, our, our little bitty church seeing Andrew Abair, for example, filling out uh, whatever the name of the stadium for the sod puddles or Pooties, Todd or, Poodles. Uh, Poodles, uh, what is it? Is. Hodge Town in Amarillo. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I've celebrated that. That was wonderful. But when you compare yourself to, to that, seeing homeboy in there on the pitcher's mound, preaching the gospel and a, you know, a Jersey and all that, that's pretty cool. And, and it's easy to be like, man, how awesome that is. That'd be so much fun to do that. It is great to celebrate those kinds of things. And you need to say, it'd be awesome to do, to do that, but don't, don't get down because maybe your attendance wasn't as great or, you know, it didn't seem to be as well received as somebody else. Like, look at what God is doing at another church and, and thank God, because more people were there. You don't know what was going on in that pastor's life the week before that maybe that's just what God is going to give them just to keep them in the fight. And uh, and so it was a blessing. So any any win for a pastor, even if it's the pastor across the street from you, is a win for you because it's a win for the kingdom. And it's not about you. And so celebrate those things. Kyle, thoughts on that? Yeah. So um, th there was a church uh, in Alamogordo who rented out a theater um, a block away from us, from, from our church for Easter Sunday. And so um, I remember getting out and like, you know, sitting in the kind of standing in the foyer and see all these people like walking. And I was like, oh, man, this is great. They're coming. to our, and, and they walked right past our church. And they were they were going to the church that was doing a, a thing in the theater, and uh, so that was humbling for me because I was like, oh, like they're they're parking outside our church, but they're not coming to our church. Um, but yeah, you know, so I, I had to wrestle with that one year, and and then finally, God kind of got a hold of me and said the same thing. And these folks are showing up to hear the gospel, and whether that happens at First Baptist Church or um, in in a theater. 
um, that they're showing up to hear the gospel. So rejoice in that. Um, you know, we talked back in, I think it, well, three years ago, 2020, that, that perhaps that was the most, um, that was the Sunday that the most people heard the gospel preached because, um, I mean, everybody was online. Right? By, by then, everybody figured it out. Everybody was, was doing something online, whether it was an iPhone with a guy sitting in his home office or, you know, a big, a huge production um, that, that was done. But man, just rejoice that the gospel is being proclaimed um, and, and encourage one another. So if you're, and I'll say this, so if, if you're a mega church pastor that's listening to this, um, thank you. We're not exactly sure why, but we're grateful that you listen. Okay. And, um, <laughs> but encourage some others in, in your, maybe you have Facebook friends, maybe you have um, other pastors that you know, um, just hope that Easter is not a low Sunday. Um, and so be sure to encourage them as well, because they are faithfully laboring. And, and yeah, this is, as far as the church calendar goes, this is the most important day. This is the day that puts everything else into perspective, why we do what we do, because Jesus um, was raised from the grave, defeating the power of sin and death. And that's the best message that we have. So listen, faithfully proclaim that to whoever walks into your church building on Sunday morning. And and don't be envious or jealous of the guy down the street that might have a bigger crowd. Um, preach faithfully and, and this Sunday excitedly and and proclaim the gospel to the folks that you have. Yeah. Uh, what about follow-up, Kyle? Um, we're talking about having a lot of people there. Um, uh, tell them you'll see them at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ignore everything we just said. Um, say that. Uh, no. Um, yeah. You know, this is why, you know, I still kick myself um, because of our first kind of big outreach event at Mayhill, probably that the church ever did, uh, was the uh, uh, fall festival, trunk or treat, whatever you want to call it. And we packed it out. Uh, people from everywhere came and we had zero record. Of <laughs> and I forever was like, man, you know, it just you know, obviously we learn from it and, and change the next year. So that's yeah. also the time, like this isn't a hard sell to be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to call you on Monday morning at 8 AM to beg you to come back. But at the same time, make sure that you're getting a record of those that are there and send them a note, uh, follow up with them. If, if they went to Sunday school, have that teacher, uh, follow up with them, tell them, Hey, by the end of this week, we want you to follow up with every person that came, e- even the, the regular yeah, attendees. Uh, just follow up, say, Hey, so good that you were here with us on Easter. Excited that you're part of our class. Looking forward to what God's going to do the rest of this year. And obviously for those visitors, definitely. Um, Hey, we're glad you're, you're with us. Hope you, you know, enjoyed the coffee and the donuts, um, Folgers be that as it may. Uh, and, uh, we'd love for you to be back. Here's what we've been studying. Here's where we're going, that kind of deal. And then follow up with them as a pastor. And, uh, you know, this is also a great chance to practice, you know, what, what we preached a few weeks ago on, you know, caring for the kids in your church too. I think it's a great Sunday perhaps to do, uh, the, the kids sermon. If, if that's not your thing, that's fine. Like if you are opposed to it, that's fine. If it's just something you don't do, cause maybe there's not regularly kids, you might have some kids there. Be, be prepared to have a short kind of Easter resurrection story for, for the kiddos that are there uh, to kind of let them know, you know, Hey, we're going to be talking a lot today 
about somebody that died, like was really dead. And they placed him in a tomb and he rose again. He didn't just wake up. He, he literally was dead and rose again. And why this matters for us is, you know, and tell them the story, kind of explain it on their terms, because you are going to get into the, the sermon itself. And these are going to be things we know super well and maybe not thinking about the younger ears that will be hearing that and, and maybe not understand. Like it's sort of shocking for a five or six or seven year old to hear something like somebody died and rose again. It's just that's incomprehensible. And it is uh, because it's miraculous and and everything else. So let them know what that actually means. Like, you know, and so that's a great chance to maybe even have, you know, the Easter eggs down there and an Easter basket say, hey, maybe when you got up this morning, you did this. And, you know, you might think this is kind of what this day is about. And and it's fun to celebrate that and do the Easter egg hunts. But want to tell you why we actually uh, gather on this day and and explain it to them. Uh, Kyle, any thoughts on that? Did you do a... uh, Mm -hmm. Did you ever do the Kid Sermon thing? I mean, um, I, I think I did. Them, so it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, it was it was rare. We weren't like an every Sunday children's sermon, but I think we did. Like, if we if we had a big Sunday like this, I think we we would do something like that. Yeah. Um, you're exactly right, and, and also don't forget, like, if you're doing a big Easter egg hunt, so our our church will do a big Easter egg hunt um, at an elementary school on Saturday. Um, Get a way to get information from folks as they show up. I mean, and, and look, you're not going to badger them about everything, but it's it's a really good time um, to let them know if you already have the date set for your vacation Bible school that's coming up in two or three months. That can be a really good time to go ahead and and give them some information about that. Because guess what? The same folks who show up to Easter egg hunts are the folks who will probably show up to your vacation Bible school. And so in, in the span of just a couple of months, those are a couple of big things that you could follow up with. And then I would say on Easter Sunday, um, you, you want to give folks multiple opportunities to respond, right? So if you have like a physical visitor's card in the pew, um, make sure you, all those are there. I would say make sure you have an online form as well. And um, if you don't have a QR code, this would be a great Sunday just to throw a QR code up on the, um, on the screen. And say, hey, right now, every, if you're a guest with us, pull out your phone, snap this. We we want to know who you are and how we can serve you best here. Um, and and then that's where you say, look, we're not going to spam you with everything, but we first of all, we want you to know what's going on in our church, and we want to know how we can serve you and your family. Dude, I visited one of our churches, uh, so I don't I don't know at what number this would be insane to do, um, but. I was impressed nonetheless because this wasn't a small church. It wasn't a mega church, but it wasn't small. Uh, Humble got up there and he put his cell phone, personal cell phone up on the screen. That <laughs> I am glad you're here. And I want to thank you personally and have a chance to, you know, take you to coffee, you know, get to know you, blah, 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 blah. So text this. If you're a visitor today and you haven't been here before, blah, 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 blah. Tell me your name where you are, where you're coming from, you know, all that kind of stuff, details. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw him like during some of the music was in there. I mean, his phone was blowing up, man, with, <laughs> with people texting him. And he followed well, up and with it, them. I, I, I checked in on him. He followed up with all of them, started getting coffee with them. And, you know, if it was, that's uh, awesome. you know, lady or whatever would send the wife. I mean, I was impressed. And so I don't know at what point you don't want to cross that. And I would say, threshold, if, but it was great. If, if you don't want to put your personal cell phone out there, 
you can do something very similar with like a Google voice number where they can text that. Um, you know, a lot of churches have like texting church. Um, so use something like that. Google voice, if, if you're not familiar with it, it will give you a free number um, that will go, that folks can text and it will go to a phone. And so that's great if you have like a ministerial team um, and you can manage that as a team. That way it doesn't all fall on one person. Um, but yeah, some way for folks to respond. You're right. Text messaging is effective. That, that's probably in, in our in 2023. I would say text messaging is far and away more effective than emails. Uh, you're going to get responses quicker, um, and 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 it's a great way to send a text if you have somebody's number. Hey, uh, glad. Thank you for joining us this week. How can we be praying for you? Boom. The end. Right. And then from there, you'll get some further. In- from some folks who get some further information to follow up with. And well, yeah. the, last, the last thing you need to be doing right now is listening to a long podcast episode. <laughs> get some rest. Uh, you know, the best, one of the best things you can do beyond making sure that Jesus is all over that sermon tomorrow or, or this weekend is getting some rest. You know, have some fun with your kids, your wife, take her out to eat because it's going to be a big day. And that's obviously the we celebrate the same resurrection every Sunday. And, uh, but it's, it's a great day. You're going to have some visitors perhaps. And if you don't, God still loves you and Jesus is still risen. So it's okay. And, uh, get after it. But maybe another great thing you could do today, take a nap. Get ready. Look over your notes. Uh, rest knowing that God is already at work in those that will be there. And so we love you. And until next time, may your coffee be as pastel as Kyle's shirt on Sunday and as bold as Clint Presley's lapel flower. What's wrong with you people?